Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice and you're like, who's this lady? I am Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I am the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. Things like making sure that you have your articles of incorporation with the state, uh, getting your EIN numbers and your DUNS numbers, making sure that you have appropriate contracts for clients and partners, uh, basic brand protection strategies, and um, hiring and training strategies so you don't get sued discrimination, okay? I help you do all of these things. If you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do these things, I'm very happy that you asked. I am a licensed attorney. I have been one for 15 years in businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I am very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas, and if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. That's why I'm here. That's why, you know, that's what I'm for. I'm here to be your, you know, bookish, nerdish friend, right? So if you are in the startup phase of your business and you would like some, you know, legal guidance to help you along this path of entrepreneurship, I want you to hit me up, the linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. There you can book a free 15 minute consultation. Uh, if you are a first time client, you can also book a talk to me Tuesday session where you can get 25 minutes for $25 or you can book a one-on-one -on -one, um, hour long session. Okay. As well, at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, you can access many of my digital products. Like this month, we are focusing on contracts. So um, my contracts ebook is uh, at the very top of the list when you go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. And the, the ebook for contracts is only $9.97. Um, at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, you can also subscribe to the YouTube channel and to the podcast uh, so that if you ever miss a live broadcast, you can check it out, you know, at your leisure. Um, so there's a lot going on at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Excuse me. Um, including your show merch. Okay. I know you want your NPL legal dish mugs. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I know you want your NPL legal dish teas. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right. Um, go pick them up. They're uh, waiting for you and in stock. Okay. Uh, but that is uh, enough about me and uh, NPL Consulting. Let's talk about why you are here, because you're here for NPL Legal Dish, okay? Here is how the show works, just in case you don't know. So I pull stories from the news, stories from blog sites, stories that you guys send me from anywhere that I think that, you know, anywhere I can pull inspiration. And I find stories that have business uh, lessons that we can learn as business owners, entrepreneurs, startups, and uh, we talk about them. So this is a time for you to get involved. I want you guys to give me your comments and your questions. Um, as long as they're respectful, I will be asking you to put some, uh, you know, emojis and stuff in the comment box, you know, once some of y'all pop in, I don't know if it's a holiday today or something, but I'm feeling kind of lonely here out in broadcast land. Where y'all at? Where y'all at? Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, 
but yeah, so we discussed them. So this is a time for you to get involved. Don't be shy. All right. Um, but before we even do that, uh, I want to start off with our NPL nugget. I know that we ended the show with it last time, but I actually want to start with it because, um, I asked a question today that I asked a few times, uh, I have asked a few times in my posts and only one person got it right. So I really wanted to go over this concept with you guys. So like we said, uh, we are doing contracts this month, right? And yesterday we defined what a contract is. It is a, a, a legally enforceable agreement to do something, right? Um, but in order for you to have a valid contract, it needs to have three major parts. Um, and I gave two of them, um, in the question that I asked today, one of them is offer, one of them is acceptance, right? Um, now an offer is when you say to someone, you know, I will do this for X amount of dollars, right? So let's take the person who handles your lawn. If they come up to you and say, Hey, I will mow your lawn every two weeks for $50. That is the offer that they have given you. They have given you, they have said that, you know, I will be willing to exchange labor for, for a certain amount of money, right? Now, if this person, if the lawn person just starts and, and goes to do your lawn and then comes to you and says, give me my $50, you can tell them to go away. Why? Because, in, because while there has been an offer, there has not been acceptance. In order for there to be a valid contract, you need offer and you need acceptance. There are three types of acceptance when it comes to a contract. There is express acceptance, like when you sign a contract or you shake hands or you have a verbal agreement, which I don't really trust, but whatever. All right. So that's express acceptance. Then you have implied acceptance. Hey, Margaret, implied ex acceptance um, really applies to ongoing services. So if we're continuing with our example of the lawn person, your lawn person doesn't have to renegotiate their contract with you every two weeks. They show up every two weeks, they do their job, and you pay them their money. There is implied acceptance every time they come, right? And then there is conditional acceptance. So let's say the, the lawn service company says, all right, I'll mow your lawn every two weeks for $50. Um, and you say, okay, but trim the hedges too. The trimming the hedges is part of the condition of you accepting uh, the contract. And that actually starts a, a whole new negotiation as to whether the lawn person wants to do the hedges too. Um, all right. So we've got offer. We've got acceptance, which we just said we have three types of acceptance. And the last thing that we need, this was the, this was the answer that nobody got. What you what when you are offering to do something for someone, most of the time you're not doing it out of the kindness of your heart. You're doing it either for money or goods or services, right? This is what's called consideration. Every contract that you ever have must have consideration. Consideration can be money. It can be goods, it can be services, or it can be a promise not to do something, right? So going back to our example, the lawn, uh, the lawn service, they say, Hey, I'll mow your lawn every two weeks for $50. You accept and you say, yes, you can mow, you can mow my lawn every two weeks for $50. When they mow your lawn, you are to give them $50. The $50 is it's what is their incentive to mow your lawn. The $50 is, 
is what you're giving up in exchange for them doing this service for you. So you need those three things to have a valid contract. You need the offer. I will mow your lawn every two weeks for $50. You need acceptance. Yes, you may mow my lawn every two weeks for $50. And you need consideration, that $50. All right? So I want you to keep those concepts, um, you know, around for your contract. So whenever, you know, you're try- if you're ri- trying to write one up real quick because, you know, maybe you're, maybe you're closing a deal real quick and you're just trying to put it on some paper. Remember, you need offer, acceptance, and consideration. Okay? All right. But now we have gotten our NPL nugget out of the way. We are now going to start on our story. Margaret, girl, I think it's just me and you holding it down tonight. I don't know where everybody's at. I don't know if it's warm outside or they got their COVID vaccines and they're just, you know, frolicking out in the streets, but nobody is out here. (laughs) It's all right, though. You and me, we're going to have a good little time. All right. So our first story of the evening, Margaret, have you heard of the website called Kreps Locker? C-R-E-P-S Locker. Kreps Locker. Uh, if you have, just give me a, yeah, if you have, just give me a C in the comments, please, Margaret. Okay. If you've heard of Kreps Locker. While Margaret lets me know if she has heard of Kreps Locker, for those of you who don't know, Kreps Locker, it's like a, a resell website for luxury items. Um, I went on there today. You can go to KrepsLocker.com. Uh, they sell, you know, um, they sell, they sell luxury, they sell luxury and designer items that, you know, on consignment. It's basically secondhand, right? So, um, and they have been selling some Chanel sneakers on their site. And as long as I've been doing this show, I've told you guys, Chanel does not play about their name. Chanel is very, um, strict about who can, you know, sell their items. They're very strict as to what counts as, you know, uh, a Chanel item. They are strict as to how you can market your items, right? Um, and Chanel is coming after this reseller website because the reseller, you know, um, is selling the shoes as Chanel sneakers. Um, Chanel wants this website, Kreps Locker, to stop using the name Chanel to resell these uh, Chanel sneakers. So, Margaret, do you think that this is reasonable from Chanel? Is this a reasonable lawsuit of trademark infringement? They're saying the fact that this luxury reseller uh, company that is not a, a, a um, an authorized distributor, they should not be allowed to use the name Chanel to sell these Chanel sneakers. So do you think Chanel is doing the right thing or are they doing too much? Or did Kreps Locker get lazy? What do you think? What do you think? You think uh, Chanel is doing too much? What what are you saying yes to, Margaret? Because for me, um, for me, I I wish that, um, I don't know the history of Kreps. I was trying to find their About Me. Hi, Tierra, XOXO. I was trying to find something about them, you know, their history or whatever. I don't know if the items are brand new. They seemed like they, you know, were things that, I don't know, were traded in. But, you know, you could, it's like Chanel is really, is really strict about who can sell their stuff. 
And if you're using the name Chanel to sell these sneakers, you know, that could be a problem, especially if you are not, um, you know, a, um, an authorized distributor. Margaret says that Chanel is doing the right thing. Um, I think they are too. We know that Chanel is very strict. They, they quarterly take out an ad in like the New York Times or whatever to let people know that Chanel is a trademark name. They don't want anybody using it. They are constantly going after Etsy stores that sell knockoff Chanel items. So I'm not um, surprised at this. I don't know how this is going to turn out for them because uh, it's Krebs Locker. While they don't, um, while the, Krebs Locker, while they don't, uh, while they don't say that they are affiliated with Chanel, they don't say that they're not affiliated with Chanel, right? Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, we'll, so we'll have to wait and see what happens with, uh, Krebs Locker and Chanel. Um, I'm not on anybody's side in this. This is, this is not my realm of expertise. Okay. But yeah, so that's what's going on with Chanel. Next story that we are talking about. Margaret, would you ever go to a Walmart bank? If Walmart opened a bank, would you open an account there? If Walmart opened a bank, would you open an account there? Um... And Margaret doesn't just have to answer. I see there's somebody else watching on Facebook and you don't want to say nothing, but you can. Don't be shy. Um, but yeah, Margaret, would you open a bank account at Walmart if, if Walmart, you know, opened a banking division? I don't know if I would. I kind of have issues with Mar- with Walmart's um, politics. But, uh, you know, I, I know that there's probably a good portion of the nation that might be interested Margaret, you said no. So I'm assuming you're not a fan of Walmart, right? Okay. Well, uh, while you may not want to, you know, open a, a Walmart, uh, join a Walmart bank near you, it, it may be coming anyway. Walmart has recently filed a trademark for the phrase Hazel by Walmart. Um, and the Categories under which they are trademarking are for credit cards, bill pay services, banking services, even financial portfolio analyses, credit and credit repair. Um, so it seems like Walmart is getting into into the financial industry. Uh, I think it's a big move, but like this for them, but this is all being found out because of a trademark application. They haven't put out any news about it. And this is how you can find out what companies are thinking about doing. If you ever, if you ever are like, Hmm, what's so-and-so company, you know, up to go check the USPTO, see if they filed any trademarks. Margaret said, I go to Walmart, so they're okay. Okay, so uh, so if Walmart came out with a credit card or if you could go to Walmart and pay your bills, would you do that, uh, Margaret? Would that be, would that be uh, something that you'd be into? Hey, would that be something that you'd be into? I, I don't think I personally would want to... I like to, you know, stick to the bank. I've been with the same bank for like the last 15 years. I don't see myself switching over anytime soon. Just there's so many things that's already integrated into it, right? 
Margaret said she's been with her bank for a while. Hey, Shonda. Yeah, exactly. That's my, my thing, too. I've, I've been with my bank for a while. But, you know, I guess, you know, if people are new or they're starting new accounts, maybe. Uh, Margaret said, okay, you don't think you would. Shonda, question for you. Would you, if, if Walmart opened a banking service, would you open an account? Would you want a Walmart bank account? Shonda. And after Shonda answers that question, we will move on to our third story of the evening. All right. Third story of Shonda said, nope, no hesitation. Okay. So I guess you don't like Walmart. That's cool. I don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure that there's a, there's a good portion of people who would open a bank account. I mean, you know, you have those super center Walmarts that are open 24 hours a day. So if people are like, well, I'm already here all the time anyway, I might as well have my bank here. Right. But you know, we'll see if Walmart makes good on this Hazel by Walmart thing. But for those of you, you know, keep an eye out for something called Hazel by Walmart because apparently they're getting into the financial services industry. Okay. Next story that we are talking about this. Um, this is why you guys are not allowed to sell items made from these fabrics that you get from Joanne Fabrics. When you guys buy those team logo fabrics from Joanne Fabrics and then you start making things and selling them, you are not allowed to do that. Okay? Only um, teams are allowed to sell official merch if you don't have a direct license with the school. And this brings us to our next case. So the Pacific 12 universities, so I guess the 12 major universities on the Pacific coast, they are suing two um, sportswear companies. Uh, one is Sportswear Inc. and the other one is called Vintage Brands. They are suing them for trademark infringement, not because they're selling, you know, the same um, items that these universities are selling. The items they're selling, they're a little bit different, but they are so similar that they can be confused for the, uh, the, the merchandise coming from these 12 universities on the Pacific Coast. Why is this an issue? Why, why, is, why is a knockoff school merch an issue? Can you guys tell me in the comments, why do you think schools are so, um, get, um, are, are so, you know, up in arms about people selling knockoff school merch, right? Why do you think it's so serious? Because this is particularly serious for these schools. Why do you think schools are so serious about not having knockoff merch sold? Hmm. I'm going to give y'all like a couple more, a couple more seconds because I don't want there to be dead air for the podcast people. Okay. Yes, Shonda, exactly. They're losing money, right? A lot of these schools, merchandise is how they make a lot of their money and it funds a lot of their sports. And for these specific 12 universities, many of them are state funded public, you know, colleges. So they need that money. They're not, they're not super well, uh, state colleges are not super well funded and that's why they're usually so cheap, right? So these merch sales are really a part of their budget. Um, Margaret said, Margaret Massey said, I don't buy licensed fabric anymore. They have trademarks too. Yes, girl. That's I mean, you can buy it. You just can't, um, you just can't sell 
anything that you make with it. Like if you're making your own stuff, Margaret, that's fine. But if you're making it to sell, that's where the issue comes in. Okay. Yeah. So these, uh, Pacific universities, they're like, look, we are already state schools. We are not getting that much money like the private schools get. So you cannot be out here selling knockoff merch that could go to us, that could go to our sports programs. So, um, Sportswear Inc. and Vintage Brands, they're probably going to have to pay the piper. They have 12 schools suing them. How much do you think this, this, uh, verdict could run if, if these sportswear brands are found guilty. How much do you think this merch might be worth, this whole lawsuit from these 12 universities? I'm thinking, like, at least 7 million. I'm thinking at least a few million. What, what do you think this type of verdict might run these sportswear brands? Hmm. Hey, Nat Raw Queen, how you doing? Um, yeah, like I said, I think it's, it, it'll probably, you know, run them a few million if they are found guilty. Um, Shonda said, yep, millions, but, uh, but we'll just have to wait and see. Um, uh, because first of all, why are you selling knockoff merch? You could really just apply and get a license. You got, anyway, but, but I digress. Ladies and gentlemen, Please don't make, hey, 76 Grim K, don't sell knockoff merchandise. It's just not worth it, right? Either get the license or make something unique, okay? All right, before we move on to our next story, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business and you need help, you know, getting your business paperwork in order, you know, setting up your foundation, it's cool, girl, so that, you know, you could be a real boss in these streets, I want you to call me. Go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and book yourself a free 15-minute consultation today, okay? All right, moving on to our next story of the evening. If you are a Star Wars fan, um... Put Yoda in the comments. Margaret, oh, Mar the last story, Margaret is estimating about a $5 million verdict. I don't think that's out, that's out of the question. We'll keep an eye on it and see. But, um, yes, if you are a Star Wars fan, type Yoda in the comments. I like Star Wars. You don't like Star Wars, having since group game? Like, I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan. I actually like the later stuff more than the original Star Wars stuff. Um, Nat Rock Queen gave me a Yoda. Okay. Um, no, what? Oh, Mar Margaret said no, duh. Um, yes. Okay. So we've got some star, some Star Wars fans here. So if if Luke Skywalker opened a school, right? What would be your major? If there was a Skywalker Academy, what would be your major? What would be your major? If there was a Skywalker Academy, what would be your major? As you can see in my, um, 
And the the title of the show today says, I have a BA in lightsabers. So that would be my major. I I would have majored in lightsabers. 76 Grimke said she would have majored in space travel. Okay. Margaret said she would have majored in science. Okay. All right. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get the force under control between the three of us, right? Okay. Now Rock Queen said, yes, girl, we're going to protect the empire together. Okay. Swoosh, swoosh. <laughs> well, um, well, the Star Wars people, they're not necessarily opening up a school as of yet, but they have filed a trademark application for the phrase Skywalker Academy. Um, but d- no, before you start trying to enroll yourselves or enroll your children, uh, they have only applied for this trademark in the area of clothing. Um, they are, I guess, you know, they're thinking about coming out with some, with, uh, with some shirts and stuff. You know, you can walk around saying you went to Skywalker Academy. I don't know, commemorative, whatever. But, uh, George Lucas himself has filed a trademark application for the, for the phrase Skywalker Academy. So, um, how many of you would be interested in getting a Skywalker Academy shirt or hoodie? I would wear a Skywalker Academy t-shirt or a hoodie. Uh, hey. Um, how many of y'all would wear a Skywalker Academy t-shirt? Like, I just, I liken it to, you know, people who wear Slytherin or, you know, Hufflepuff t-shirts from from Harry Potter. Would you want to wear a Skywalker Academy tee? I would want to wear one if it had, like, Yoda on it or something. Yeah. Now Rock Queen said she would wear a t-shirt. Thank you for all the hearts, right? Okay, so good luck. Sally says, Griff Case had no interest. You are not here for Star Wars at all. (laughs) Marvin said she'd get it for her granddaughter. Oh, you are like the best grandma. I'm sure your granddaughter is spoiled as as what all else in a good way. That's what grandma's supposed to do. Um. (laughs) All right, we're moving on. Says, you know, 76, um, you with her, Shonda? Moving on, uh, 76 Grim K, she is shunning all things Star Wars. You know, I don't want my writing staff to walk off in protest. Uh, (laughs) But our last story of the evening, um, I need you guys to go check out my story real quick, my Facebook story or my Instagram story, because there's a photo in there that I just put up uh, about an hour or so ago that I want you to look at. Um... So I'm going to give you like 20 seconds to do that. Um, and in the meantime, I'm going to, uh, give some background to the, to the people who are watching this later. All right. So we all know that Apple has a very, um, distinctive logo that is recognized all over the world. It is the Apple with the bite taken out of it, right? Um, they use it for their laptops, their iPhones, their, all of their products. You see that, you see that Apple with the bite out of it, you know that it's an Apple product, right? Um, but what Apple also does is Apple sells merchandise with their logo on it. They sell water bottles, they sell t-shirts, they sell hoodies. Now they don't necessarily sell them in the stores, but there are places where you can get your Apple merch, right? Here's the problem. 
or what Apple is saying is the problem. There is a company called Georgette LLC, and they are planning on selling their own brand of purified drinking water. Um, and they have a logo that they have created. And it is an apple-shaped mark. It's an apple, and it has some words in it. This is why I wanted you guys to go look at my story. Um, uh, it's, it has an apple-shaped logo. So Apple, the tech company, is suing this bottled water company because Apple is saying, look, we sell bottled water too, and it has our Apple mark on it. And we feel like this Apple mark from this company, Georgette LLC, is going to cause confusion in the marketplace. So they are opposing Georgette LLC's trademark application for their particular Apple. So for those of you who had a chance to go look in my story at the two Apples, do you think that Apple, the tech company, are they justified in this lawsuit against Georgette LLC or are they doing too much? What do you think? If you haven't looked at it yet, go take a look at it real quick. Go look at the picture of the two apples in my stories, okay? And then I want you to tell me, do you think Apple is justified in their, uh, you know, in, in their worry that there will be confusion between their Apple water bottles and Georgette LLC's water bottles because of the logos. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think. Because for me, um, Sorry for the silence, uh, podcast land. I was trying to give people a chance to go look at the picture. For me, I, when I think water bottles, I don't think Apple. So for me, it wouldn't necessarily be a mix-up because when I'm looking for water bottles, I'm not looking for Apple brand water bottles. So I would probably look a little closer. So, but I want you guys to tell me, do you think that the Apple logo and this logo for Georgette LLC, are they too close together? Since Apple says, we sell merchandise too. We sell water bottles too. So, so Georgette, you and your Apple logo for your water bottles, you've got to go. Do you think Apple is being reasonable or are they doing too much? What do you think? What do you think? Because for me, again, I, I can kind of see where Apple is coming from. But I don't look at Apple, the tech company, for, you know, merchandise. I don't look at Apple, the tech company, for water bottles. If I want to buy, you know, a quality water bottle, you know, I'll probably go for, I don't know, some, I don't know, Nike. Does Nike make water bottles? Something. Um, Gail said they're doing too much. Okay. Gail says that Apple, the tech company, is doing too much against Georgette. Um Anybody else have an opinion? Margaret said they're doing too much. Okay, so we've got two people who say that uh, Apple is doing too much. Over here, 76 Green Room, we've got three people who say that Apple, the tech company, is doing too much against this small bottled water company, Georgette. Oh, everybody is against Apple. Y'all are going to go protest outside the Apple store today. 
Um, <laughs> so you guys seem to think that there is a, that that there is no possibility of confusion, and I am inclined to uh, to agree with you guys because again, I am not thinking about Apple when I'm thinking about water bottles. If I want a water bottle, Apple, the tech company, is not who I think of. So if I see this Apple that clearly has other elements that are different from the Apple, from you know Apple's logo, it doesn't have the bite. It has multicolored bars. It has a name inside of it. I think that that's enough to make it distinctive. And I, um, so I think we're all on the, on the same page here, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna have to wait. And see what happens with that. I hope that Georgette LLC gets their apples, you know, the way they like them. All right. Uh, so yeah. So those were the stories that I had for you this evening. Um, uh, you guys popped in later, so you missed the NPL Nuggets. I gave a really detailed discussion about, you know, the three mandatory parts of a valid contract because I had asked that earlier today on the, on my feed and only one person got it right, so I was a little concerned. So if you didn't watch that, make sure you watch the replay so you can get that lesson. Thank you guys so much for participating in tonight's discussion. You know, I love when you guys are active. You know, you make this so much fun. Um, I want to say goodnight to my parents. I want to say goodnight to my sister, Joey. Feel better soon. Uh, we're going to be back here tomorrow at 8 p.m. with more stories. If you find anything that you want me to talk about, make sure that you get it into, um, you know, DM it to me. If you missed any of our contracts lessons so far, make sure that you go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and pick up the contracts ebook. It is only $9.97. Okay. So, um, I will see you guys here tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Bring a friend, uh, you know, grab your notes, get some tea, get your mugs. All right. Um, have a good night. Bye.